Hello, welcome to ASMR Quest. I am your host, John Tyler, here with, as always with... Hello, and welcome to ASMR Quest. My name is Ian Fox, and I am the co-host with other host, John Tyler, on this podcast. <laughs> what was that? John, why are you laughing? Oh my. Did something um... abuse you? <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, I was amused by a thought I had. It's unrelated to ASMR. That is so correct, we John. should continue with the podcast. I am sorry. I apologize to both you and the listeners for being so unprofessional. Very good, John. It is good to be professional on this, the ASMR Quest podcast, that you and I, John and Ian, have been doing for quite some time. That's correct, Ian. As always, we will begin with the Indulgence Corner, where we reach out to the fans who have reached out to us. This week on the Indulgence Corner, we do not have any updates. Wow, that is a shocking update, John, on this, our podcast that we have been hosting for some time. Me and you. <laughs> I can't do this anymore, I'm sorry. John, I, I what gotta are you talking about? <laughs> This is not going to be an enjoyable bit to keep up for very much longer. John, what bit is this? It is me, your normal host, Ian. <laughs> Ian, uh, I would like you to not be our normal host, Ian. I would like you to be our uh, our usual wacky host, Ian. But John, I realized last week after bad-mouthing the great company that is Ikea, that I need to change my ways. And so I took some time to re-educate myself. <laughs> what did you learn in this process? Well, John, I was instructed by very helpful Ikea professionals in learning the mm -hmm. quality of all Ikea products that are offered. Last <laughs> week, I said hurtful and untrue statements... <laughs> about the quality of their furniture. Ikea offers incredible furniture at an unbeatable price. Uh, Ian. Um, hey, Ian. John. I'm, I'm whispering so, like, the, the listeners can't hear us. Yeah. Um, did, how much did Ikea pay you? And where, where's my cut? John, they're not paying me. They're holding me hostage. Oh, oh shit. Wait. Okay, okay, I guess they can't hear the, the whispering either. No, no, they don't. They don't have ears. Oh, we're not ears. Oh, like I understand them. I'm telling you, John. It's flesh suits. It's flesh suits, John. Oh, oh shit. Are they mechanical in reality, or are they um, some type of extraterrestrial, or perhaps subterranean life form? I think extraterrestrial, but subterranean is definitely still on the table, John. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Um. Well. I'm going to have to try to figure out where your location is. Um, I assume that you don't know. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they must have blindfolded you or something before bringing you to this location. No, I'm actually still in my apartment. They, oh, oh, okay. Actually, actually, I'm not totally sure that they're holding me hostage anymore. Oh. They just, they, they were holding me hostage for a little while. And uh, they, did they leave? Well... They said they were going to be right back. That was, that was a couple hours ago. Oh, I, I John, think you're good. 
okay. Great, well, uh, do you want to just do the podcast then? Actually, yeah, I, I guess. Okay, cool. Uh, hey listeners, um, Ian was just, uh, well, I, I guess we should fill you in. Um, he, he was kidnapped, uh, by Ikea, which is why he was saying all those things and sounded so strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they seem to have left, so, yeah, uh, I'm we're just trying to continue to send the podcast like a, as regular. I was trying to send, like, sort of a secret code to you, John. Yeah, well, attention. I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that I picked up on it. Uh, yeah. Since, you know, I, I did have the, the bright idea to whisper to you. There was a concerning moment um, where I thought you would just try to roll with it for the whole podcast, and I, did, I didn't want to keep that up. Yeah, that would have been pretty bad. Pretty bad for everyone. I, I don't think anyone would have enjoyed that, especially not you, since you were, um, you know, at least you thought at the time still under house arrest. Yeah, actually, it turns Ikea. out that I might have been mistaken about about the being under... Uh, house arrest part it's possible oh. that what was actually happening was um one of our neighbors got a shipment of ikea furniture and i think oh, I, I got confused by that oh i see no but ian you were just on drugs you were hallucinating <laughs> john be quiet i've got the gun <laughs> <laughs> i've been taking some uh some improv classes recently and i could I think tell it's really that, was, that was really good yeah the way that you just sort of Thank bounced you. right Right off of that situation and into a whole new one. I mean, that's yeah. classic improv. It, Actually, John, I, I now think that, I'm learning a lot. Now that you are a sort of improv professional, uh, mm-hmm. do you want to give yeah. me some like some tips on how to be funny? Uh, yeah, um, it, it always jump to violence, um, okay, both violence. when you're making jokes, but also just sort of in your day to day life, mm-hmm. uh, when people maybe aren't sure whether or not you're joking. Because mm-hmm. uh, in retrospect, it'll always be funny. Uh, if they're and most of the time they'll be funny. Then I think people will get it. Uh, most of the time, if you just sort of start like freaking out at people in in lab, just yelling at them, just um, start screaming are, and yeah. Are, are, do you have any students? Are you a teaching assistant or anything like that? I'm not teaching anyone. No, I'm. Oh, uh, uh, that's unfortunate. Just a researcher. Yelling at your students would be another excellent opportunity to uh, sort of show off your comedy chops. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be great. And the best part about students, John captive mm-hmm. audience oh that's so true they're not walking out of your theater i can the just theater of the classroom i can the require attendance just be like yeah if you miss a, if you <laughs> walk out early that's that's minus five points <laughs> i don't think there's any way that i could get into trouble for that no i don't think so i think you're i think you're all good i think you're protected by the law mm-hmm. well funnily enough so uh, i mean you couldn't you probably couldn't like yell at and be violent at them while doing that but I could just have a class where I I basically treated it like a stand-up comedy workshop and require mm-hmm. attendance. I don't think that there's I mean I think that you know like the 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 program chair and stuff they might they might take issues with that and they might like say oh you got to you got to improve your teaching or something. Uh, but I don't I mean, think but there's not there's no actual recourse against me. Yeah, well but so the thing is like once the the chair uh comes at you once the man shows up and is trying to bring you down, trying to make you teach things that are, you know, teach book smarts rather than, you know, life smarts. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when you, again, just whip out those comedy chops you've oh, got. Oh, that's true. That's when just, the violence comes out. The violence comes out. Mm-hmm. You maybe, you just sucker punch the uh, the department chair and then... You know, they will be rolling on the floor, clutching their stomach, laughing. Oh, speaking of rolling on the floor, clutching your stomach, laughing, John. Yeah. I've got a hot update from the ASMR subreddit. 
Excellent, because I'm really sick of, I think, both of these bits that we've done. Uh, and I don't like this new character I've created of, like, asshole. Yeah, I'm not sure where he's going. Um, I don't really? think, I think he's going right in the trash. Maybe, maybe that is a sort of powerful statement about, you know, not only is, is, like, violence sort of poison to improv, but even the comedic idea of violence. <laughs> there's, like, there's some lesson here. Yeah. A lesson to be learned. No, but, no. but let's talk <laughs> about ASMR. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that's a that's a more interesting no, but I mean, it's essentially what I was doing to you earlier. Um, yeah. So there was not much in the way of ASMR discussion that I saw on the subreddit this week, but there okay. was an excellent video that I saw. I guess this is really a side quest, sort of. I'm just not okay. used to having them. Um, <laughs> anime SMR. Goku goes Super Saiyan 3. So, John, you're familiar with Dragon Ball Z. Uh, vaguely. Uh, I mean, I'm probably less familiar with Dragon Ball Z than pretty much anyone else in your life. That's true, but I think you're familiar with it enough. Where, how would you describe Dragon Ball Z? Well, Dragon Ball Z is a show about a bunch of guys that all look like they're humans, but they're actually aliens, mm-hmm. uh, who are fighting to obtain the Dragon Balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Dragon Balls make you go Super Saiyan, or maybe those are just two disconnected uh, mechanics of They're the disconnected, show. but go on. Okay. Uh, you get Dragon Balls for power, maybe? Um, but it's... It doesn't help you to level up your Super Saiyan, which is a, a different form of, of physical and sort of magical power i guess um but basically you know you you're trying to get dragon balls you're trying to go super saiyan if you are a saiyan which are the guys who look the most like humans and are not humans uh humans are also apparently very weak which is kind of a weird thing for like a show about humans and for humans to just have super wimpy humans um and and really the majority of the story is just about um the majority of the show is just about yelling, and whoever yells the loudest wins the fight. There you go, John. You actually, I mean, so you did a pretty good job of summarizing Dragon Ball Z. I won't quite get into how, how a lot of what you said was wrong, but you, you Well, a lot of the, it was irrelevant. The yeah, important the essential part is character is... Whoever well, yells loudest wins the battle. Mm-hmm. So this was a delightful video, this Goku Go Super Saiyan 3, in that it was somebody doing a dub over Dragon Ball Z, a, a scene where Goku, as the title... Um, suggests does go to Super Saiyan 3, uh, except all the lines with, you know, they're screaming and they're talking, they're replaced um, by people whispering. And it was just <laughs> very charming to me. I really liked it. It was like a minute and a half long, and boy, if they had like a whole series of this where it was just like all the original Dragon Ball, but with whispering voices, you know, I could get on board. <laughs> and it just got me thinking, John. You know, if, since you're starting up your YouTube channel, have you started that yet officially, or is it still? Uh, no, I um, recorded one video, but didn't really uh, turn out great. Um, and, and it was really mostly just to sort of test the equipment anyway. Okay. Uh, so it was sort of a practice run. And I haven't had an opportunity to do it since then, because I've just been very busy. Just a busy boy. Very full days. So I, I would recommend as a sort of you know potential... Um, Hook for your channel, Anime SMR. <laughs> That's pretty good. Just do anime dubs or ASMR dubs of anime. Or anime <laughs> dubs of ASMR videos. 
I think the first one or this yeah, the first one probably would work <laughs> better. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Know, I just I just wanted to share this charming video with our listeners. All right, cool. Also, uh, do you one have other, any? Uh, oh, sorry. What was that? Oh, one other um, hot tip from mm-hmm. the uh, ASMR subreddit. Uh, there was a person that I saw who was having a little giveaway of his some of his ASMR software. That made me realize. There's ASMR software. What kind of software? Well, so uh, he was in particular giving away keys to um, ASMR Universe 2, which is available on store.steampowered.com. Oh, yeah, I think I I did see that uh, at one point, and that was something that I uh, had sort of made a mental note of to do an episode on at some point in the future. Oh, well, I just ruined the surprise. No, that's fine. Okay. It's 20% off right now. From seven dollars oh, to five fifty nine. Oh man! Mm-hmm. It appears oh. to be a little over a dollar in savings. Yeah. I oh my god! Don't quite understand what the the game element of it is. I think it might just be like a, a little music production thing. Oh, okay. Except instead of music production, it's ASMR production. Maybe I didn't really look at it too much, but I was under the impression that it was sort of a walking simulator type of deal. Um. I'm watching a video of it now, and it it really seems like what you do is like you've got. It really seems like the listeners might be a little bored. Yeah, that's a great point, John. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you have any other side quests you want to talk about? Nope. Okay. Uh, I don't think I have any side quests I want to talk about either. Um, I did watch a bunch of ASMR videos and stuff, but. Um, nothing really particularly uh, noteworthy that I want to talk about from any of that. Uh, so I guess uh, we're ready to move on to the main quest then. Okay. I hope that I got the main quest right this week. <laughs> uh, I hope so too. It sounded like you did from like the one text you sent me. Yeah, I think uh, so. But I guess we're about to find out. It's just you. You sent like so. So when you sent me some texts planning out the next couple of episodes. It was all, to me, very jumbled, and I didn't quite understand it. it took a while to unpack, but... That's fair. Uh, you could have asked for clarifying, or asked clarifying oh, questions at any point. That would ruin the surprise, John. <laughs> so this week, what I did is I watched a bunch of um, ASMR videos from W Magazine. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay, excellent. You did do that, so did I. Uh, yeah, so W Magazine has uh, a bunch of uh, fairly short ASMR videos where they brought in various different celebrities, uh, mostly actors and models, to uh, get in front of the camera and perform some ASMR. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is sort of the, the basic concept of it. A couple of them have accompanying articles as well, but some of them I could only find in the video. Yeah. Also, those articles, I mean, if you didn't read them, you're not missing much. Yeah, most of them weren't really about ASMR. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that accompanied uh, Cara Delevingne's video, I think, was the most interesting. It was still fairly short, but it seemed like it was the most relevant to ASMR, and it seemed like the person who wrote it cared and knew the most about ASMR. I was confused by it, though, um, because... So it's it's a it's a video... <laughs> I guess we can just start off my... Cause there's, I think there's like five of these... Uh, let's yeah. see. I watched one for Kate Hudson, Cara Delevingne, Ashley Graham, Juno Temple, and Eva Longoria. Yep. Those are the ones that I watched. Those are all that I could find. Yeah, um, same here. 
And I actually, so the first one I watched was Cara Delevingne's. Um, and I was a little confused at the beginning because I was I was going through and reading the article, and I thought the article was also written by Cara Delevingne. Yeah, it's in the first person, right under a video with her face on it. Uh, so I... I, yeah, I made the same assumption. I initially thought that she had written it, and I was, it was when I got to a, a certain, uh, set of words that I. In the first sentence made. in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was, or the, the writer was talking about, uh, when they got a haircut as an eight-year-old Asian boy. <laughs> um, and I, uh, so at first I thought, oh, so Cara Delevingne, she got a haircut from an eight-year-old Asian boy? <laughs> I thought she, she was maybe an was Asian? an Asian boy at some point. Yeah, you know, it's, I, yeah, it's quite a transformation. <laughs> she, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, um, as far as I'm aware, Cara Delevingne was never an Asian boy. Uh, she, uh, as far as I'm aware, is a white woman. Um, you heard it here first, but... folks. <laughs> The breaking news from ASMR quest. Cara Delevingne, not an eight-year-old Asian boy. Oh, shit, John. The yeah. paparazzi are starting to swarm outside. They want to know how I got this hot leak. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, that article, I think, was my favorite of the articles that did exist. Mm-hmm. I'm um, with you on that. Did you the uh, Ashley did Graham you... one had like some actual interview component to it in the in the article? Yeah, but it was less that. ASMR focused. It was more of yeah, an definitely. interview with Ashley Graham. Uh, and then I found something similar for Juno Temple, where it was just a, an interview with Juno Temple, totally unrelated to ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually not even sure that it was done concurrently with the video. I think it might have just been like two things they'd done with her that just kind of like later on put together. Um, in any case, uh, so the article by uh, about Cara Delevingne uh had the best article um and the uh, the author mentioned uh when he was younger that he used to think he was just really ticklish when he experienced asmr uh, which is something that i can definitely relate to because especially with like the sorts of triggers that i have and how it manifests it sometimes manifests itself sometimes is it does sort of almost just feel like it's tickling that like the sound waves of someone speaking are enough to like make me feel ticklish essentially uh, hmm. So I, I just, I, I I related to that, so I I wanted to uh, mention it. Uh, Ian, did you get the name of the author for that? I did not take that note. I down, did not, and know. I don't have the page open. Yeah, I had uh, I accidentally closed out of the page and I couldn't find it again, so I just went to the YouTube video. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Funny thing about the the W Magazine little section on um on all these ASMR things, they've got an ASMR tag on their website. But only two mm-hmm. of the five articles are filed under that tag. <laughs> so I think I think um, some content organizer at that website needs to get in gear. Ah, I, I did find the author's name, and I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I think it's uh, Yoon Harada. Okay, so it's not Cara Delevingne. No. <laughs> we can confirm here now, folks. <laughs> Uh, so uh, let's talk about these videos a little bit. Okay. Uh, since since we already started talking about the Cara Delevingne video, why don't we start with her? Uh, so Cara Delevingne for, uh, listeners who are not, who are, who are unfamiliar with her, uh, she is an actress, model, and, uh, I think 
perhaps she is best known by the uh, the hosts of a certain ASMR quest podcast as the ex-girlfriend of St. Vincent. Uh, that is her best work, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, pleasuring the greatest artist of our generation. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I just meant to say that Ian and I are fans of St. Vincent. We really like her work. And well, I am not really all that familiar with most of what Cara Delevingne has done. She may be very talented. I just am not really familiar with her work. So to me, she is most notable as an ex of St. Vincent's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... No, so Cara Delevingne was also, I think she is probably most famous um, for her role in Suicide Squad. Yeah, probably. Where she was two characters, which to me just yep. seems a little greedy. <laughs> like, I'm sure there are a lot of people auditioning for those roles, Cara Delevingne. And you're, you're going to take two of them? Uh, I should also note here that uh, I have not seen this movie, and I don't believe Ian has either. Oh, certainly It's entirely not. possible that there's a good plot reason for why she's playing both characters. Why like, choose to ignore sort of, like, John? <laughs> Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde scenario? Or, uh, wait, no, Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll. Wait, no, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You had it right the first okay, time. Yeah, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, so... It could be there's a good reason. Um, I yeah have not seen this movie. I know pretty much nothing about it. Uh, I've been led to believe that it's a bad movie. But mm-hmm. Maybe it's not. I know Listeners, one very know. important thing about Suicide Squad. Is that it the is, Facebook stickers? Yeah, it has the world's <laughs> most hideous set of Facebook stickers. <laughs> I cannot imagine for what reason they were created. Um, but they, they every day bring me um, misery and woe. <laughs> I wake up and I, I'm, I'm smiling. It's a brand new day. The sun is streaming and hitting my face. And then I remember about the Suicide Squad Facebook stickers and a dark wave of clouds rolling from the horizon. And it is as if all the joy has gone out of my life. Ian, what did you think of this video? <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. So I thought that... Um, these videos, these five videos, were sort of mm-hmm. mixed in quality. I um, agree. First off, I, 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 you know, I, I think that it was, it was sort of interesting. And it was kind of cool that W Magazine is, is you know, giving a, a sort of broader new audience to ASMR content. But yeah, I, I can't really that. say that any of these were real ASMR videos. Yeah, I can't imagine um, anybody experiencing ASMR as a result of these. Yeah, I, I have a lot of complaints, which I will get to with the various videos. I will come out and say right off the bat, I think Cara Delevingne's was my favorite. Um, um, I can see that Cara Delevingne's was good. I think my favorite was Kate Hudson's, but I think that's just because I really like Kate Hudson. Okay. <laughs> um, what, what I liked about Cara Delevingne's is I felt that it was sort of the most in the style of ASMR. Mm. Uh, she didn't really use any props. Some other people do use props, and they did a good job with the props. Um, but she just... I th- uh, the pace of her speaking was the most ASMR-like. Pretty much everyone else uh, that they had do one of these was just speaking way too quickly. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of them like, it's just pretty bad. Yeah, it like, was not really relaxing to listen to them, because they were just... It was like they were trying to like rush through it and get their words out as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, Cara Delevingne definitely took the time to slow down. It was a little more rambly. 
she yeah, had good pacing like going back and forth between the mics um she she definitely just like she captured the asmr elements the best mm-hmm. well actually this is one thing that i think you must have liked out of all these videos is that they were pretty much all recorded in a two mic setup and the the ASMR yeah. artist would sort of switch between the left mic and the right mic, which corresponded, of course, to the the sound you were hearing from your earphones. I don't know if we can really call them ASMR artists. Um, yeah, that's that's a fair <laughs> point. They're not. I mean, well, you know, they're 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 actual artists, I guess, or they're but, artists in a different medium. That the medium well, of, I guess, being attractive celebrities. <laughs> Uh, th- these videos, for the most part, though, really made me appreciate ASM artists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a skill, right? It's like... It is, yeah. It's More like so than I realized. Go and, like, you know, suddenly shoot some hoops with, with the Globetrotters or something. Like, you realize... With Justin Hoops McElroy. With Justin Hoops McElroy. And you realize, you know, Cara Delevingne, she's, um, I'm sure, a good actress and undoubtedly a fantastic lover, but... <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All I'm saying, John, is St. Vincent is a very important person to me, and I want her to have the best of everything. <laughs> and I trust that she is discerning enough to get the best of everything, John. I just... It feels like... It's like so invasive like it just <laughs> i don't like the idea of talking about anyone's like intimate relationship sexual moments mm. like, would it be different for you if they were still together i don't think so i think just like okay any any couple just like talking especially like people who I I don't know anything about, who are not here. Uh, John, just... speak for yourself as to not knowing anything about St. Vincent. Me and her go way back. <laughs> she may not know it, but... Uh, yeah, you have date. been listening to her for quite some time. <laughs> God. Uh, but, also, another um, comment about Cara Delevingne. Great yeah. eyebrow game. I'm a fan. Oh, yeah, she's. I, I think she's well-known for that. She's bringing back the thick eyebrows. Mm-hmm. It's her and Grimes, although I don't think Grimes is quite as famous. I don't know. I wonder. I, or, I guess Grimes is probably famous in different circles, I would mm-hmm. think. But I don't know. Grimes is pretty big in the music scene. I, I, don't, I guess I don't have a good sense of how popular Grimes is. Yeah. Although I think it's probably fair to say that Cara Delevingne, a, a bona fide movie star is more famous than this um, yeah this indie artist even if she's a very popular indie artist um well let's move on okay. uh, do you want, who do you want to talk about next well let's go to the juno temple one the last one that i watched and the one that i frankly paid the least attention to okay uh had you ever heard of juno temple nope me neither i Good think name. she's an actress she does have a great name mm-hmm uh-huh. Apparently, uh, so the star I, of HBO's short but lively series, Vinyl. Amazing. <laughs> uh, I I only took one note about her video. Uh, I wrote down that she read mean song lyrics from a Blondie song. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a Blondie song, right? It was Blondie's Ripper to Shreds. That's what made right. you think they were mean lyrics, John? Well, like, 
it just kept saying like ripper to shreds about this woman it it felt like it was just it was talking about her appearance and saying she was dull and ripper to shreds I was like that's very rude like get to know her as a person you know oh. maybe even she is dull if she is dull that still doesn't mean you should rip her to shreds but certainly shouldn't rip her to shreds based solely on her appearance mm. very rude fascinating you should bring up that point and i think that gives us an excellent segue to a video that i paid even the slightest bit of attention to and that's ashley graham's asmr video i also do you know do you are you familiar with that song was it like satirical what I've, I've never heard of that song i never heard of the blondies okay uh you've definitely heard some of blondies songs is, is, uh, uh, is one of them Jughead? I don't think so, no. That's a, a character from Archie. Yeah. Blondie sounds kind of like Archie. I don't know what that joke was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, so Ashley Graham. Yeah, Ashley Let's... Graham is a self-described body activist. And a... she is unfortunately not Lauren Graham, a mistake that I came close to making. Who's Lauren Graham? Uh, Lauren Graham was the mom on Gilmore Girls. Oh, okay. She played Lorelai Gilmore. The, well, I guess that, yeah. So, uh, you need both of those statements to be sure which <laughs> character she was. Okay. Uh, yeah, she, she was Lorelai Gilmore. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I saw Ashley Graham and I got really excited for a second and then I realized it was, it was uh, she's a model. Quick segue, John. Um, and this I think is somewhat related. Is Gilmore Girls is is that universe like at all related to Golden Girls? Not that I'm aware of, but I've never seen a single episode of Gilmore of uh, Golden Girls. Excuse okay. Me. Well, listeners, if you could write in and let me know, um, is there a relationship in the in these sort of cinematic universes between Gilmore Girls and Golden Girls? I'd love to hear it. Um, but yeah, so this Ashley Graham, yeah, she's a. I guess you you could describe her as a. A plus-sized model. Um, I think she even had like a question in this interview where she talks about how she actually she doesn't talk about how she dislikes it, but she talks about how she's sick of hearing the question. Does she like the the phrase, or what does she think of the phrase "plus-sized"? Yeah. So but then her response, she... or, but then when she elaborated on it, it did sound more like she took issue with the phrase. It was so unclear. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably it's probably safe to say that it's it's not a. You know, if it's like if it's a phrase that's popularized by those sorts of magazines, it's, it's probably not a phrase you want to use. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she, she's apparently a, a big social media sensation, and she is a, a quite attractive woman. Hmm. Which really, to me, you know, whenever uh, I get that, like you know, with with the plus size models, you know, they they are bringing a sort of new new face to the whole game of like representation and stuff. But it always feels a little disingenuous to me to have these like these fantastically attractive people get on and talk about how hard it is to be judged for your appearance. Mm. It's like when yeah, your they job, are still supermodels. Yeah, when your job Let's get some is ugly supermodels. Attractive. <laughs> like uh, I'm sure that they have they, they you know, maybe I I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a particular side of this. I'm sure that they you know, they have the, what experiences they do, but you are also you are seeing them in like their best light. That is true. It's very yeah. yeah. Like you're not seeing them when they were in their awkward teenage years. You're seeing them now as like successful, confident people wearing like with like professional hair and makeup and like 
super nice clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. A fair point. But yeah, no, so she was, um, she did a variety of sort of food-based ASMR maneuvers. Yep. How would, you, how, would you, wait, how would you describe, like, a little, like, the things that an ASMR artist does? Uh, trick? Uh. <laughs> I mean, I think the triggers is generally used. But, like, a trigger seems like, like, would you say that, you know, the act of me, like, you know, if I had a video and, like, I, I had a little brushing segment and then a little rubbing segment and something like that those are those are individual triggers because uh, i would think trigger would refer to the general like you know a trigger is maybe you are susceptible to the sound of of brushing it's used kind of as a mix of things it, it it's used uh as like yeah uh, or yeah it is used as like the sound of brushing is a trigger for me um it also i think is used as we're going to try like this many triggers today and like, oh, here's the first trigger. It's the brush. Um, but I don't know. It's a it's a little uh, little unclear. Mm. There's one thing I want to point out about the Ashley Graham um, bit is she had this moment where she broke a York peppermint patty, um, and to me it was mm-hmm. a little underwhelming. Maybe I don't. It was I don't very underwhelming. Okay, um, but she has a quote <laughs> in the in the in the interview about it. Um, you know, have you done ASMR before? No, I think that's why it turned out um, so well. Uh, yeah, I don't think it turned out that well. Sorry to burst your <laughs> bubble, Ashley. Well, she's you know she was talking about how she's she's you know she listens to white noise to help her sleep. She doesn't know how people fall asleep listening to to people talking. But then she said, um, when I was doing the candle in the York peppermint patty, I was like, if I heard this over and over again, would this put me to sleep? Yeah, I think it would. The cracking sound of the peppermint patty and the whipped cream is the kind of white noise that I have to use to fall asleep. I just, I, yeah, I like so, that quote. Uh, the, uh, I guess so, yeah. Just the fun. idea of her listening to somebody breaking a York peppermint patty and then squirting whipped cream in their mouth over and over <laughs> again all night. It's a good image for me. Yeah, that's fair. I was not super into the whipped cream thing. I think mostly because of the editing. I think it was like, it was too abrupt. Yeah, there was a uh, lot of editing throughout all these videos, and I think yeah, that, and it, it's too abrupt. It's not the ASMR style. Like a lot of fast cuts, a lot of yeah, well, too many fast cuts. That. Yeah, um, like an ASM artist might occasionally cut something out if there was like you know a fire truck driving by in the background or something, but you don't do fast cuts. You don't do jump cuts in ASMR. Uh, I don't think they did any jump cuts, but yeah, you, know, I mean, they you might get as well of yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I did like the uh, candle opening. The lid had a nice sound to it. Okay, the candle. I don't actually remember the candle very much. I, I remember like it happening, but I don't. I don't remember it being particularly notable. Mm. So the the next video I think we should talk about is the Kate Hudson one. Kate Hudson explores ASMR with whispers and scissors. Right. Now, as I said before, this was I think my favorite out of the lot. But I, I can I can accept that it maybe was not the best from an ASMR perspective. Uh, I just thought that Kate Hudson, you know, her her delightful personality really shone through in this video. <laughs> uh, I, I will agree that it, she did show a lot of personality in it. Uh, overall, I did think it was pretty good. I thought that the sort of idea of just using a bunch of different fabrics, uh, having a bunch of different textures, and uh, trying different things with them to make different sounds, rubbing them against your skin, rubbing them together, cutting them, all that. Um, I thought it was like a, a, a solid concept, uh, so props to her on that. 
Uh, I thought that there was a little too much background noise, and again, a little too much cutting or uh, like video editing. cuts. Yeah, editing cuts. Uh, or yeah, a little, a little too much editing in general. Um, so it did all still feel a little too hectic, but I did think she did a good job of like sort of designing the overall feel of the video. Um, although I also have to say, I feel like her whispering voice is a little harsh. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. It was not a super ASMR voice. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just I, yeah, so I just want to take this moment to say, love Kate Hudson. I'd love to get Kate Hudson on the show. Um, so, <laughs> Kate Hudson, if you're listening, <laughs> reach Kate out Hudson, to us. I think you did a pretty good job for for beginner. We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> Sorry, give you I some ASMR tips. <laughs> Kate Hudson, you did a good job. We'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> No, but what I'm saying, John, what I'm saying is, you know, we have her on the podcast and we teach her how to do ASMR. <laughs> so then she goes on and and she becomes an ASM artist, partnered with us, and that's sort of that's sort of what I want to help bring into the world. Alright. Well, and that takes us we can help you achieve that dream, Ian. That takes us to the last and for me certainly the least, um Evil Longoria. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was the worst. Oh wow, okay. Oh, you have a different opinion, though. I'm surprised. Which um, one... Yeah, well, I have, a, I have mixed opinions on it. Okay, which one did you think was the worst, if not this? Uh, I figured this would be unanimous. I don't know. I think probably Ashley Graham or Juno Temple. Mm, okay, I guess I didn't pay enough attention to the Juno Temple one to really judge it. But this one, I mean, to me, even Longoria, like the, the um, Ashley, Ashley Graham one, you know, I think that it's... Uh, she she might not have fully gotten the the um, ethos of ASMR. Even Longoria, I felt, was actively working against it. Yeah, so I guess I felt that this one had the the lowest lows, but it did also have some of the highest highs. Okay, what was a, what was a high high for you? Well, so uh, just in terms of the props that she was using, she did use the most ASMR props, and she used them the most effectively. Okay, um, that, I mean, she did, the, the sponges rubbing against each other, I think that was a good moment. Yeah, the sponges were great. The sponges, I think, were one of the few things throughout all of these videos that ca- even came close to triggering ASMR for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she had two, like, rough sponges that she rubbed against each other. She also had a, uh, like, a a brush, um, like a, a hard brush that she used. <laughs> you're, God, it took me too long to figure out that word. You might be hearing my neighbor in the background, the train... <laughs> it just sort of toots on its merry way. This actually brings uh, me to a great segue that I wanted to get to for for this um, past week. Trains yeah. honking. <laughs> Thanks for the input, train. Uh, no, so <laughs> well, here's the thing, John. Have have because I mean, trains they need to honk, right? They need to honk all the time for some reason, but I don't know why. <laughs> is the fear that like I'm gonna be sleeping on the railroad track and I'm not gonna know the train is approaching this enormous thundering device that makes plenty of noise by itself, John? It's rattling around, making a big old ruckus, and like they're railroad tracks, John. They're railroad tracks. If you see railroad tracks, you should not stop on the railroad tracks because trains are gonna come by eventually. Like it's one thing. Okay, if you're if you're on a highway and every now and again this massive convoy sweeps by 
in an irresistible manner. Like, yeah, by all means, give us some heads up about that. But if you're on a train track, a train is going to come eventually, okay? We don't need to know. It's, oh my. I've got some feelings about trains, John. <laughs> got some feelings about, uh, about trains. You've been getting a lot of sleep recently, huh? Well, here's uh, the thing that also gets me A lot of me, sleep. Because, you know, from what I understand, those trains are are activated by a person. There is someone mm-hmm. sitting in the train every time it honks, and they're like, time to honk! <laughs> time to honk! <laughs> and not once do they just think, you know, maybe it's, it's 4.30 in the morning, there's a lot of houses nearby, maybe just this once I won't honk the horn, because there's no one around... The only people that I'm alerting that a train is coming by, they, they're in their bed sleeping peacefully. No more. I thought Eva Longoria had a lot of great props, and she used them effectively. <laughs> yeah, she did. But you know, looking she at the was... video again, she did have... She, she did have the best prop work out of anyone. Yeah. Uh, in but- terms of what I was talking about earlier, though, with a lot of them talking too quickly and trying to rush through it, it felt like she was trying to, like, run some fucking race or something. Like, she was up against Usain Bolt, trying yeah. to finish before him. It was like a salesman's patter with her. And that, <laughs> yeah. It, it, to me, it seemed clear that, like, midway through the video, she realized that she she wasn't enjoying this at all, and she just wanted to get it over with as fast as possible. Yeah, she definitely felt like she wanted to be done with it. It, like, maybe she didn't, maybe she was enjoying herself, but it really felt like she was just trying to finish it up. Mm-hmm. Trying to get each of those props in and get out. Which, to me, in this, you know, under five minute long video, felt a little foolish. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I think, the longest of these videos, but it was still... Uh, the Kate Hudson one was a short. bit longer, but this was, I think, the second longest. Wait, which one was longer? Uh, the Kate Hudson one. It was, like, oh, five minutes okay. thirty. Oh, alright. Yeah, it just... It was so rushed. But if you... I do have to give her props for her good prop work. Mm-hmm. If you listen in the background, you can actually hear the, the loud noise of the train just rumbling on by. <laughs> friend. Holy shit. That's so loud. <laughs> oh, who's that friend that's come to visit? <laughs> we got a special guest on the podcast, John. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jeff Amtrak has come to say hello. <laughs> I will train like did it stop right outside your window? There what is the fuck? there is a a intersection of the road and the railroad, basically like two hundred feet from this house. But did it stop? It was like right next to you for like two minutes. No, that's just how they do, John. That's just how trains do. It turns out, as I've been learning. Holy shit. That's just what trains love. They every every day they wake up and they say, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be loud today. I'm gonna wake everyone up." They oh trains love life and they want you to know it. Is I think what wow. I've learned. Yeah, that's awful. Gotta say though, interesting enough. So I, I, it might be an erratic schedule. The past couple of days, I have not been woken up once by it. That's nice. Maybe you've gotten used to it, but I but can't imagine. I yeah, there's sometimes you get used to. That does not sound like something you get used to. Yeah. 
Fuck. I'm just oh glad it's coming, because I like to think that maybe because it's coming through now, it won't be coming through at night, like, in the morning. Um, that's my hope. Good that's luck with praying. that, Ian. I'm going to have to look up the schedule for this guy sometime. Well, Ian, you do that. And listeners, thanks for joining us yet again. Oh, I wanted to we'll make see one little point. I want to make oh. one point before we go. Damn! Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought that it was interesting that, that a lot of these videos, you know, they're very short, very digestible content. Yeah. And I thought it was just sort of interesting, because, I mean, this... this I, I, I would say that the big pitch of this series was, you know, bring ASMR to a new crowd. Like, introduce ASMR to people in a sort of new, interesting guise. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it definitely was cool to have a, like, something like W Magazine trying to sort of produce ASMR content with these various celebrities. It was, like, a, a cool... It was cool that they're acknowledging it, and sort of an interesting way of approaching it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that it was... You know, to me, it was just sort of fascinating that, you know, web content is really... You know, it is designed to be sort of clickbaity, hyper-digestible, hyper, like, you know, oh, a one-minute video or something. Oh, look at this celebrity doing something silly. And it's mm-hmm. just funny because, you know, when you... when you put, it's, it's just so at odds with ASMR... Oh where you've yeah, got these yeah, like sure. fifty-minute-long videos, and they're all about sort of, you know, piecing you out, lulling you into this sense of security. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just thought it was sort of interesting to see the, the, the juxtaposition of trying to sort of manhandle ASMR into a more um, standard uh, web content format. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Ian. That's a very good point, and it sounds like there's some sort of, like, steampunk robot coming to kill you. That's still the train, John. The train is still going. That's still the train? Fun fact about trains that I've also learned, Fuck. I think they're, like, ten miles long now. <laughs> I think, because, like, you know, with, like, computers keep getting smaller, cars keep getting more fuel efficient. To my understanding, the big technological advance with trains is that they just keep getting longer. <laughs> and I think that maybe someday there's just going to be all railroads are just going to be one train, and it's going to fill up the whole the whole track all at once, and then maybe it'll stop honking. And that's what I hope for every night. <laughs> uh, listeners, thank you for joining us yet again. Uh, you can you can find us on Twitter at ASMR underscore Quest. Please leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. Uh, please reach out to us at asmrquesting at gmail.com. Please recommend us to a friend, and we will talk to you again next week. Thanks, and stay tingly.